Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. All right, welcome to Five on the Floor on the Five Reasons Sports Network. Thanks for joining us on your favorite podcast app, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Red Circle, and the Five Reasons YouTube channel. Make sure you like, subscribe, turn the notifications on. We're sponsored here today by Prize Picks. Use the code 5, F-I-V-E. Get that initial deposit matched up to $100. And by Better Edge. Use the code 5RSN. That's the number 5RSN. Get $20 to play. Join our tournaments. We've got an NFL tournament this week. So our official fantasy sponsor, Prize Picks. Use the code 5, Better Edge. Use the code 5RSN. Both are legal in the state of Florida. And now, today's episode. All right, welcome back to Five on the Floor. Here for day two of Miami Heat training camp at FAU. They just finished up a little while ago, actually, as we're speaking here. The FAU team and others are taking the floor. A couple of takeaways from today. To be honest, there wasn't a whole lot. Um, some of the, A couple of the players spoke publicly. We spoke to a bunch of players on the side, and I'll get to that in a second. The key player, of course, who did speak was Jimmy Butler. Not a lot of news out of that. There was some funny stuff. Uh, I asked him about whether he likes trolling people. He says he's just minding his own business. We know he likes trolling people. Uh, and his style of leadership, whether Bam should take more of a leadership role. He said that he's okay with the season tournament doesn't seem enthused or disappointed about it in any way I did try to get out of him how many games he planned to play this season because we know that the Heat are kind of targeting that 65 to 70 game space again make sure he's fresh for the playoffs he said 10 so that was the kind of answer you're going to get out of Jimmy Butler today if you want to listen to more of the Jimmy interview you can get it on our YouTube channel but what we have for you today here are four interviews that we conducted with players who we might see what kind of roles they have with the Miami Heat this year we're going to start off with a couple of the shooters the veteran at this point, Duncan Robinson, Cole Swider, who is someone that they brought in to kind of be maybe the next Duncan, another shooter, and then a couple of guys here have made an impression over the past, say, 12 months, Jamal Kane and Orlando Robinson. We've had Orlando on the podcast, but we wanted to sort of update now that he's in training camp. So four interviews coming up, Duncan Robinson, Cole Swider, Jamal Kane, and Orlando Robinson. Five on the floor, ride for my dogs. Where is the thing? You can check the score. Hustle hard, couple scars, wearing bubble frogs. Just like Butler said, you in trouble, y'all. Kept the floor playing, got an all band. Y'all seen the block, stop the one hand. And Pat, we trust, it's power, have the guts. We're here to bring the heat. Y'all can hang it up. Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily insider show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick, Greg Sylvander, and Alex Toledo, plus others from the Five Reasons Sports Network. Jimmy, do you have a target for, like, number of regular season games you want to play so that you enter the playoffs as fresh as possible, Ten. or do you not look at it that way? Two. Ten, that's it? Ten. <laughs> number two. Pam, Pam has talked about maybe wanting to assume more of a leadership role this year, having his voice be a little bit louder. Do you encourage him to do that? Do you think he has that in him to kind of hold guys accountable that way also? Uh, I think we all do. Everybody can, can step up and lead in multiple different ways, um, whether it's emotional, use your words, you go out there, you lead by example. Um, so if that's what he wants to take on, man, all power to you, go do that. However you do it, though, um, along with everybody else, just help us win 
again. You, you like leading by example, right? Is that is that your method for the most part? I just hoop. I don't I don't know. There's too many different definitions of leadership nowadays, um, and depending on your definition of leadership, somebody else's is wrong. So I just play basketball. If I'm a leader, I am. If I'm not. Do you like trying to people like like when you talk about the Instagram? Do you enjoy making people wonder people. what you're what you're trying to get? I don't at? troll people. I'm minding my business. Um, I'm not bothering anybody. Um, people just like to pay attention to what I'm doing, so people care about me a little bit, I guess. What, what about the in season tournament? Do you like that idea or not? The one that I like basketball. Um, in season, out of season, um, I just love to I love to compete with these guys. I love the weather, man, uniform, the people in the city and this organization. So, in the tournament, sign me up. All right, we're here at the second day of Miami Heat training camp in Boca Raton at FAU. We've got Duncan Robinson with us. Thanks for joining us. Appreciate it. Um, your career here is, has been one of the more interesting ones, I think, because when you were first here, nobody really knew much about you, and then you emerged, and then obviously some ups and downs, but then we saw in the playoffs last year in the finals also a lot of the stuff that you've added to your game. What is your kind of mindset approach coming into this camp? I... You know, the, the focus is to have this year be the best yet. Um, you know, I feel like I'm the best, most complete player I've ever been. And, you know, I'm excited to, uh, to put that on display and help this team win, you know? I mean, we're, I'm not sure at this point what, what roles look like. That's for coaches to figure out. But for me, it's just about, uh, you know, competing, uh, you know, having my presence be felt, and, uh, you know, just contributing to, to winning. When you are trying to add something to your game and then it clicks, that, like the feeling for a player in that situation, like I know that you were trying to add more of the dribble game, you know, make people pay for guarding you too closely, you know, on the line. But then when you start to see, okay, this is working, not just here in practice, not just in workouts, but it's translating to an NBA game. What, what, what does that feel like for a player? Um, I mean, it's, it's good to feel the work come to fruition for sure. I mean, I, I think a lot of that stuff I've always kind of been capable of. But, you know, the biggest thing this league in general is, is opportunity and, and situation. You know, having the opportunity to allow the work to show through. Um, but you got to earn those opportunities. And when you do get them, you got to take advantage of it. And that's very much, you know, what this league is about. Um, you know, there's so much work that goes into the behind the scenes that people don't acknowledge and notice. Guys as players are... In many ways, you know, more capable of doing more than what they're asked. But, uh, you know, the way this, this league and this game goes, uh, you know, it's about sacrifice and guys need to buy, like having to buy in to both being asked them. So for me, uh, you know, when I am out there, just trying to find different ways to, to be impactful. Um, you know, shooting is obviously kind of the main thing, and then everything kind of is, uh, is played off of that, you know. So trying to do different things, I mean, it's definitely a culmination of a lot of hours, uh, a lot of reps. When you study what this roster looks like, and like you said, it's going to play out, obviously, over the course of camp, but Gabe's gone, Max is gone, Josh is here. There are some different pieces in here. When you look at the elements you've added to your game, are you starting to see, okay, this is how this stuff may fit with this group as opposed to the previous group? Um, I mean, I definitely... For, for me, it's just about being kind of like the best version of myself. I mean, obviously, year in and year out, it's a transient league, so there's going to be guys, you know, player movement, all sorts of stuff that happens, trade trades, what have you. So, uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, we had shooting go out the door. Um, 
shooting is an important part of this league. We have guys on the team that can shoot it, you know, not just myself. So uh, it, it's going to be interesting how it all comes together. I mean, ultimately, that's up to the staff to decide how the pieces fit. Um, but, you know, I, I do feel like in any scenario, on any roster, I have a unique skill that, that I bring that is different than a lot of people. And teams still guard you because they're afraid of that elite skill, right? Like, have you noticed, because I know obviously you come into the league and then you make a name for yourself as you did, and then teams started to pay a whole lot more attention to you. Did you feel anything change into the way that teams scouted you, guarded you over last season that you were able to kind of adjust to? Um, I mean, you just, there are adjustments defensively the teams make, and then, you know, it's kind of like a copycat league in that sense, so everyone kind of starts to do the same thing. Uh, and then for me as a player, it's, it's my responsibility to to adjust uh, to their adjustments. And that's expanding my game, um, finding other ways to still be effective and impactful despite what a coverage might be. Um, and that's where, like, kind of the creativity and, uh, you know, kind of fun aspect of this all comes together. What's the one thing we haven't seen a whole lot of yet that you might be springing on people this year? Point Duncan? What are we, what are we uh, looking at? Oh, oh Point Duncan. <laughs> uh, I mean, probably, I'm trying to, you know, the, the cutting, obviously, right. uh, one-two dribble drives, like that sort of stuff. Uh, just the finishing, you know, I still feel like I, I can do more um, than what I've done up until this point in terms of creativity around around the rim, um, you know, floaters, touch shots, all that sort of stuff. I feel like I'm pretty comfortable shooting those shots. Uh, it doesn't necessarily mean that I'm going to shoot a bunch of them this year, but, uh, you know, we'll see. It depends how it plays out. Final thing here with Duncan Robinson uh, on five on the floor. If I was, if you were to go back in time four years and tell yourself something about the NBA business, the NBA life, being on a team, anything, what would you tell younger Duncan Robinson? Um, I mean, I would say this, and, and I think I probably knew this at the time, but it, it would be a uh, definitely. Uh, impactful reminder that this stuff is not linear. You know, it's not. It's not like you make slow progress and steps, and you know, you put one foot in front of the other, and each day is, uh, you know, you're going to be in better standing than you were the day before. It's not how it works. Uh, you make improvements. You have setbacks. Improvement setbacks more often than not, more setbacks and improvements. But as long as the trend is, is heading in the right direction, uh, that's what it's all about. So, uh, and you know, control what you can control in that sense. You know, know that it's it's not linear and uh, buy into the, the bigger picture of it and just kind of keep pushing. Do you enjoy it as much as you always did? Oh, of course. Yeah. yeah. There's nothing like this. I mean, what do you feel like when you come out on the floor, you got the ball in your hand, and you're like, okay, I got another day of work here? <laughs> uh, I'm one of the luckiest, uh, most fortunate, blessed individuals on the planet uh, to be able to do this and have this be my profession and you know, all the... The struggles and the, the challenges that come with it, uh, it's important to keep that perspective because it doesn't it doesn't make them any easier to deal with or handle, but uh, it is always always a blessing to, to be able to be here and enjoy it um, just because you know, there's so many people you know, that would love to be in this situation. So try not to squander it or take it, take it uh, for granted. Pod, podcasts go all through this year? You still doing it? Uh, I haven't done it in about a year. Yeah. Um, Probably bring it back at some point. You know, it's dormant right now. Uh, it's not dead. It's on life support. So we'll, we'll bring it back at some point. All right. Tucker Robinson, right. thanks for joining us on Five the Play. Uh, just to start, just ask about training camp. Obviously, they always talk about how intense these training camps are compared to around the league. But I guess just how different this from like other practices you've been a part of. And yeah, no, I think it's great. There's, there's one central voice with Spo. A everyone's listening. Everyone's everyone's taking part, and uh, it, it's, it's been great for me so far. Just being able to compete, um, getting 
again, a lot of reps. There's not a lot of downtime. You know what I mean? There's not a lot of time where you're, where you're sitting on the side. So it's been great. Just trying to stay, stay with attention to detail and just get better every day. I was going to ask you a little about your game. In summer league, I think you shot around 43% from three, yeah. and you got up like eight attempts a game. Yeah. And that's always been a thing for Miami. They always want you to get the, like high attempts up, and you don't seem to have a problem with that. you feel like that's something that you, you could go right away and just kind of get volume up right away? 100%. And having guys like Bam, Jimmy, Kyle, uh, they know how to play with elite shooters like, yeah. like Duncan and, and Max Schroes and all those guys. So I, I think it's something I can translate to the NBA just, just, just given the opportunity. Right. And, then, and then I saw you in the G League, you did a lot of motion stuff. Like you were running off a lot of different actions. And that's something obviously that Miami does a lot of. Yeah. Is that something you feel like you could fit in right away and how comfortable are you in that area? Yeah, definitely. I, I think we've been doing some in this training camp and a lot, a lot in these preseason runs. So um, it, it, it's great. I, it's something that I'm getting more and more comfortable at. I've been working with their shooting coach, Rob Forder, and, and he's, he's taught me a lot of techniques to be able to get those shots off. It was pretty, it was pretty easy for me to get those shots off in college and, and mm-hmm. G League just with my size. I think with the NBA, I got I to gotta be a lot lower. I got to be able to get to the spot a little bit quicker, and then uh, it'll be able to translate a lot better. I know these are your teammates, but just with you saying that, is, do you feel like you're guarded differently even among these guys? Oh, 100%. 100%. I mean, the, the secret's out. They, they don't yeah. shoot it. They don't yeah. shoot the ball. That's the reason why I'm here. Um, I think they get a little shocking to see how well I can shoot the ball, like, like comparatively to Duncan and, and mm-hmm. a lot of the guys throughout the league. So, um, yeah, no, I'm definitely getting guarded a lot differently. Don't don't help off me, and I, I think it gives guys like Bam and Jimmy space and everything like that. Because it's like, if you're off me for a second, the shot's up, and it's probably going to go in. Right, and then other than the shooting, I guess, just what do you think is the element of your game that might surprise people? Yeah, I think watching? defensive rebounding, just toughness, getting, getting on loose balls. Um, and I, I think I think I'm just an underrated overall score. I, th- I think I do a lot more than I think I put the ball on the ground a little bit. Um, I think I can make that mid-range shot, uh, offensive rebound. I think an offensive rebound at a really high level, and just try try and make those those gritty plays that might make up for some of my athletic deficiencies. I've heard you talk about Duncan in the past. I guess maybe watching him a little bit. Is there some other guys you've watched me model your game after? And I guess what's Duncan's impact been on you so far? Yeah, no, it's been great. I, I remember uh, at the end of last year, I hit up Duncan when I got two way with the Lakers. I was like, yo, I wouldn't be here without you, man. So like, just seeing like his impact in the league, him, Max, Joe Harris, uh, Bogdan Bogdanovich. Like a lot of these guys have given me an opportunity to be here in this in this camp, right? Because there's, there's so many guys like me throughout the league. So um, yeah, all those guys, Doug McDermott. There's a bunch of guys throughout the league, Danilo, Gallinari, all those guys. And I'm sure you've been around some of these guys in the offseason. Are you familiar with a lot of these guys on the roster so far, and how have you got to know them? Yeah, yes. Yeah. So I, I played with Tyler in the Jordan Brand game and, okay. and uh, Nike Hoop Summit. Um, I played against all, a lot of these guys in either the G League or uh, Summer League. So I, I've been familiar with a bunch of these guys. And then obviously, you know, but just watching Jimmy and Bam and Kyle and all those guys throughout the years. Kyle, I went to Villanova three years. Kyle used to come back in the summer and play with us. So uh, no, I've known him from that. So. Um, yeah, I've gotten comfortable with a lot of these guys that I've known, I've known previously. And then lastly, just if you were to kind of say to yourself what you want to be like in a year from now, like what are your kind of individual goals for what you kind of want to develop? Yeah, I just want to solidify myself as an NBA player. I think, yeah. I think I'm right on that cusp. I think, I think I'm a month away, two months away, two, two good weeks of basketball away from solidifying myself as an NBA player. So just getting the opportunity and obviously t- taking advantage of it and just being myself at the end of the day. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Alrighty, this is going like back here at Miami Heat training camp. This is actually day two of camp. We had this guy on prior to last season, Jamal Kane, another year of experience. Jamal, appreciate you joining us here. Give me the single biggest thing that you believe you've improved on between this time last year and now. Um, I would say my own ball and off ball defense for sure. That's something that um, I know I needed to work on during the off season, and that's something that I wanted to implement into this team this year. What was last season like for you? Because obviously you, you popped in training camp. We noticed you, preseason games, etc. You end up making the roster. And then I know it was a little bit of back and forth here, Sioux Falls and all that kind of stuff. Uh, I mean, just go through sort of the challenges of that particular season. Um, some challenges was, of course, traveling. Uh, that was tough. And um, just wanted to be with the team. Um, just wanted to help the team uh, with what I do on the floor. and um, But Sioux Falls was a great experience, though, to also get some run, get some bump, and um, stay ready for the big lead. So, yeah. You talk about the on-ball defense uh, offensively. Do you get more of a sense here of kind of what a role could be if you got those opportunities and kind of where you, where you would sort of pick your spots and, and where the growth has come there also? Yeah, for sure. Um, I know my role: play, play defense, um, be athletic, fly around the court, pick up the um, pick up full court, guard the team's best players, and um, offensively, man, just trying to pick my spots. You know, probably be somewhere around the corner or uh, screening and rolling, trying to get someone else a better shot. How are the corner threes right now? Because you talk about being in the corner, that's sometimes something in this offense that ends up being available. Um, it's good. It's, it's good. It's good. <laughs> it's good, man. <laughs> so much more comfortable from there, whether it's volume, not volume, off the catch, all that kind of stuff? Definitely, definitely comfortable. I mean, it's the, um, I won't say the easiest three, but it's typically the most, like, taken three in the NBA is the corner three. Guys, when they're in this system here for a year or two, we kind of see a progression. It's like the first year, it's kind of the organization sort of feeling out what they can do and the players figuring it out. And then the second year, there's a little bit more of a role. And then the third year, we saw what happened with Max, with Gabe. We saw Haywood kind of in, you know, uh, emerge in that. Where do you see the upside for you with this roster? Because there's a lot of versatility. There's a lot of wings on this roster now, too. Josh is here also. How do you sort of stand out? Um, just by doing the, the small things, like diving on the floor, taking charges, being the most vocal guy on the court, um, and just trying to be a pest out there, you know, trying to be a disruptor and just trying to make my imprint on the game loud as possible. Is the standard contract the goal now? Oh, 100%, man, 100%, yeah. But um, I know take it, take it a day at a time. This is an opportunity for me to showcase that, that I deserve it. So just trying to do everything I can. When you were monitoring, I'm sure all the guys were kind of monitoring what was going on here this offseason and who was going to be here and who wasn't going to be here. Was there any disappointment that the standard contract didn't come right away, that it was sort of an after-camp sort of see how things play out? I mean, of course it was a goal of mine. And, um, you know, with any goal, like sometimes they don't come when you want it to, but that don't mean that the grind's supposed to stop. So I'm still grinding towards that. You know, one day it come, uh, one day it will come. So I'm just sitting back being patient, steady, trying to, you know, put in work. I got to ask you the most important question. Last year at, uh, when we interviewed you, you said that the best restaurant you'd gone to in Miami was the Hard Rock at Bayside. Oh, yeah. You've had a full year now. Yeah, I, I, You've had a full year.
full year. Okay, so give me three. So there's got to be something else. Don't don't give me you know the, the the usuals here. I would say, ooh, that's tough. Carbone. Um, okay, we've upgraded a little bit. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. No. <laughs> sorry, hard, sorry, hard. Oh god, I'm gonna. Uh, we lost the endorsement deal here. We won't tell. Right, good. And um. My last one is Kiki on the River, because that's that's fire. And the second one, I'm going to give a shout-out to Sagrade. I think that's how you pronounce it. It's like right across the street from the heat arena. Yeah. I will say this is the biggest improvement you've made between last year and this year. It's not going to be on the, on the floor. I honestly didn't go out a lot. Now I'm actually, like, experimenting the city. And I got a car now, so I get a chance. Oh, to that helps, too. Well, actually, in Miami, you really don't want a car, actually. We all know that that's not the safest thing. <laughs> Okay, so, you know, speaking of off-court stuff, I feel like we didn't really get to learn much about you when we talked to you last year as far as off-the-court, other than, you know, the hard rock stuff, which you really zeroed in on. So as far as off-the-court, like, are you somebody who likes to play video games? What do you like to do, like, just to relax when you're not in, you know, in your competitive mode? Um, playing video games is one. I feel like that's uh, every athlete type of thing, play video games. But um, I also just got a piano in my room, so I learned how to play the piano. I'm like three songs in right now self-taught no <laughs> definitely youtube definitely youtube yeah but yeah uh, YouTube. i mean yeah 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 true but you know that's just something i'm trying right now is that is that more of a relaxation thing for you just kind of chill or are we, are we is there a career in this for you down the road? i don't think it's a career i just think it's more of a like when my family come over i can be like yo i can play the piano and then it, exactly yeah yeah another follow-up what games do you play Mm, Call of Duty right now, I'm big on UFC. I've been playing UFC a lot lately. Um, I don't know why. Like, I just, Are you a UFC fan? 100%. 100%. Israel Anasanya is my favorite right now. Yeah, so. Right, you go. got to get in the FIFA thing. Well, no, because that's a Jay Rich thing. You haven't, you haven't, he hasn't told you about that? No, he didn't, but I actually just played him in UFC, and he put a beat. You know, the thing is, actually, Jay Rich plays piano, too, also. So, yeah. I heard. We're going to have a piano off one day. <laughs> and a FIFA off. No, FIFA, he might dominate, because I don't, I don't really play that. He's, he's pretty good at the FIFA thing. Uh, so, if I was to say to you, one year from now, Jamal, we do this interview again, ideally, Right here. Well, they, you'll be in the Bahamas next year, probably, most likely, with the team. <laughs> Hopefully. Hope. Oh, Boca's nice. We don't, like, we don't, there's some restaurants in Boca, too. I know you guys don't have much time. Yeah. Uh, but I was to say to you, in one year, where you where do you want to be as, as an NBA player? I, I assume the standard contract with the standard role, right? I just want to be in a place that appreciate me and a place where I can showcase what I do, man. Are you, are you the next guy to pop here this year? I want to be. We're going to see. We gonna see, man. Last one. Um, do you consider yourself? And I know this doesn't matter much in a positionless team, positionless league as much. Last year there was a kind of more of a hole in the front court for wings and fours, and now it seems like this year is a bit, little bit more in the back court. Do you consider yourself somebody who could play guard, wing, four, and how much does that matter to you? Um, see, I'm more of a guy like man. Whatever you need from me, I get it done. So if it's being a guard, I do that, and I try my best to like to do that. Um, so. To me, it really doesn't matter. I like to see myself as a two, three, four. Um, occasionally, if you need me to play the one, I can bring the ball up. So, yeah. He's versatile. He's also a concert pianist. He will be by, by sometime next season. Jamal Kane, thank you for joining us on Five on the Floor. All right, we're back here at Miami Heat training camp at FAU with Orlando Robinson, who was kind enough to join us on Five on the Floor earlier during the offseason. But now that you're here and you're sort of seeing what your offseason work is paying off for, where do you think you need to make the biggest impression 
during this camp and going forward in the preseason to be able to get consistent playing time? Uh, defense and rebounding. Um, I, I'm, I play pretty well with everybody, you know, setting good screens and making the right p- plays and stuff. Probably not going to be looked at as a score on this team, but um, just um, offensive rebounding, finishing possessions, defending. It should be going out there and defending, taking care of the ball and getting people open on the offensive front. When you talked to us before, you talked about sort of understanding where you would have to fit with particular players, with particular groups. You mentioned not being a scorer in this group, but you did a lot of that in the in in uh, in summer league. Uh, what's sort of the one thing offensively that you were able to do in summer league that you think you'll have the ability to do with regardless of who you're playing with on this? Um, probably just like the pick and rolls. You know, I mean, that's a, that's a broad thing. Like if I set a screen for Tyler and I'm in the pocket, you know, I have that little touch shot, that doesn't change. Um, but um, I would say that because I did that in summer league. I mean, the game I had 36, I had like seven of those. So, I mean, in the pick and roll, just being effective in there, catching lobs catching lobs, finishing in the pocket, making the right read, and um, I feel like that would translate all over from the G. Or I'm not going back to G. <laughs> no, no, we don't think I'm so. Just, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. But, um, you know, it translates in both areas. All right, so before I let Brady get a question in, what is the one thing you're going to miss the most about Sioux Falls? There's got to be something. I, I was told there's an Applebee's. Is that right? There is one? There's, a, there's like a Blue Mountain. We went there after every win, after every game. So a blue, I, I'm not familiar yeah, with it. Across the street from the arena. So what is that? Is that like a chain restaurant? It's like Applebee's, but it's like a bar, you know. So if you had to rate Applebee's versus Blue Mountain, what? Blue Mountain. I mean, you realize that that uh, Sioux Falls legend Mike Miller was was with the Miami Heat for a long time. They they don't have a statue to Mike in Sioux Falls. You should have one in Blue Mountain. I was there because we were in there constantly, chopping it up, watching the fights, watching the games, eating burgers, fries. You know. Sioux Falls is exactly like Miami. I wanted to ask you about your shooting. You were talking about the offense, and I, I guess in summer league, like a lot of people saw just how smooth your jumper was and the lift you get off and all that stuff. I guess just when did that take the next step? And was that a focus for you specifically? Yeah, definitely in the summer, I um, focused on doing that. I mean, I was able, I was always able to shoot, but just it was the efficiency of my shooting, you know. So I just tried to uh, focus, hone in on that, shoot the ball consistently, same way every time, and just try to be as efficient as possible. And it showed in um, summer league, and now I'll try to show it in training camp. And you were talking about your defense before, and I guess just being uh, in this system that plays a lot of zone and all that stuff. Has your comfort grown in that area in terms of, like, press zone and all the different structures that they throw out? For sure. I mean, um, now that I've been here a year, I've played in the league. It's, um, it's slowing down for me. It's not completely slow, but I'm not running around with my head cut off or anything like that. So I got a better feel for the game and a better understanding of how to impact the defensive side. Have you paid it? I mean, I know it's hard to pay attention to all the media stuff, but I think there were a couple of uh, places that had you as kind of a breakout player for this team. Do you notice that stuff? Do you? I, I no, but um, I understand the situation. I mean, um, nobody, nobody's heard of me, and I've, I'm, I'm doing all these big things, so I guess I'm kind of a breakout person. But, you know, it's, it's good just to, just to understand the present and just try to perform constantly every day, and that's what I try to focus on doing. Uh, or, or is a lot of the uh, – obviously Thomas Bryant's here now too, and uh, are you guys battling a lot against each other in camp? How is that sort of a matchup work? Yeah, but I'm battling with Bam too. I'm battling with everybody. You know, it's just it's just competition. I mean, in this game, everybody competes to get what they want, and that's what I'm going to have to do, regardless of who's out there. I want to ask you one thing specifically about Bam, because obviously we've seen improvement in him every single year. 
as you're going against him now, is there something that he's added to his game that maybe we wouldn't see with the naked eye, but you working against him on a regular basis, you've been able to to uh, to observe? Uh, I mean, Bam is uh, very talented offensively, you know, and defensively, both sides of the court. So me just being able to go out there and defend him and uh, try to score on him is just like, uh, I mean, I've seen it all summer, but um, just just watching him just do what he do out there. And I'm just picking, taking bits and pieces of everything. You know, obviously I'm not going to go out and do the things Bam's doing right now, but eventually I feel like once I, once I get to that point, I'll be able to do everything that he does. So Orlando, uh, K-Love came in last year and kind of, served as a format, I guess, for the other bigs on the team. Like, do you think um, the opportunity, I know we talked about this with you on the podcast a little bit, but now after a couple of days of training camp, do you think the pick and pop is going to be kind of a bigger formula in the offense this year, the way we saw with K-Love, maybe with you, maybe with the Thomas Bryant, just it seems like you guys have a lot of bigs who can shoot now. Um, do you see that being a bigger part of the offense? And just do you see, you know, yourself doing it as well? Yeah, I, I see myself doing it. Um, I know I'm capable. And, um, you know, it's just um, a matter of uh, my coach believes it. So if he believes it, then I will show him that I can do it. But if not, then I'll do what I need to do. All right, Orlando Robinson, thanks for joining us again on Five on the Floor. Thank you, thank you. Thank you for listening to the Five on the Floor on the Five Regional Sports Network. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.